up, everyone? Mark here with the Jungle Gyms Podcast back again. I hope you all are having a sweet week or day or whatever time frame that you'd like to have. I'm not judging. First up, I want to thank everyone who's been writing reviews. The numbers keep on moving up, and I love it. We're about 60% of the way to my goal of getting 100 reviews by Christmas, so that's awesome. I want to give a huge shout-out to my friend Chris Van Vliet, who's the host of the excellent interview show called Insight with Chris Van Vliet. Chris has had a ton of success in the podcast world and is one of the best interviewers around. The guy's given me a ton of excellent advice throughout the duration of our friendship and learning about the power of podcast reviews has been a really helpful one, obviously one I've used here recently. You see, reviews and downloads are two of the biggest factors in a show's success. So if you like the show, the best thing you can do to support it are these two very free things. One, writing a review of the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get podcasts. But if we're all being honest, the world secretly runs on Apple Podcasts. And then telling your friends about the show so that you'll all download it. Okay, business time's over. Let's play what's on the menu at the jungle today. Well, this week, I wanted to bring in some other local businesses whose products we carry in store to give you a little of the savory action. So we'll be joined by Sin Soy Foods to talk about their killer line of products all in the soy game. Now, if you're one of those people who likes to skip around in the show, I provide time codes for each big segment in the show notes. And if you're watching along on YouTube, YouTube makes it super easy to click those time codes and jump right to that section, which by the way, that means I'm listening to your request. Well, I've got the show on YouTube now too, so you're welcome. But that said, don't you want to hear it all? Isn't, isn't that why we listen to podcasts? I always like to think about how the jungle brings me a lot of new people and products in my life. And thanks to one of said people, I got to try a new product, at least to me, called Liquid Death Water. Now, if you're not familiar, they're blowing up in the water and sparkling water game these days. And I met someone in their distribution chain at an event that we were involved with for a local bakery. And Jason and I hit it off. And I ran him, ran into him in the store this week, and he was like, oh my god, Mark, I can't believe you haven't tried this yet. So he bought me a couple cans to try, and I know some of you are probably going to hear this and go like, well, of course, uh, of course you'd give something that you tried for free a good review. Well, I honestly could have just not talked about it, right? Uh, <laughs> that's the truth of me as a person, so... I really enjoyed it. If you like, especially the seltzer water was really surprising. It was like really carbonated, but not so carbonated to uh, off, you know, alienate any of you complainers out there. And the branding is hysterical. So thanks a lot, Jason. I really appreciate it. Okay. One of the best parts of my job are the giant windows in the studio here that let me view all the goings on here in the store. And right now I see a smiling face rolling a truckload of beer up to the studio, which means... One, I'm about to have a way better day. And two, one of our resident beer experts, Ferdinand, is coming on in. I have a sneaking suspicion he's got some cool news on the biggest Bourbon County party in Ohio. We've got that Goose Island Bourbon County stout going down on Black Friday, November 26th. And you know what? I bet he might even mention that Sam Adams Utopias beer that I've mentioned a few times over the past few weeks and the raffle to win a chance to buy it. It's real quick, so make sure you pay attention when we bring it up. If you're not hip to Utopias, you like that I finally corrected and added the S on the end there, everyone. I can hear a collective sigh of relief. This is a crazy beer, though. Very much up the... uh, Jungle Alley. Each bottle is something like $225. But maybe don't quote me on the price just in case that's not official yet. Anyway, what you got for me today, Ferd? Uh, this week, um, I'm here to talk about our Bourbon County brand stout release. Oh. It'll be Black Friday this year. You know, As you know, that's the day after Thanksgiving. 
And um, we're calling it, you know, Ohio's biggest bourbon county party. Yeah. So uh, tell me a little bit more about that brew in the first place. So in the mid 90s, uh, Goose Island um, started barrel aging beers, one of the first people to do it in bourbon barrels. And they created a stout. They make different variants every year. And up until a few years ago, you weren't able to get in Ohio at all because of the alcohol, the beer law that no beers could be over 12%. Right. And that got lifted. And then we made a deal with Goose Island to kind of bring in as much as we could possibly get. And it's one of the things that people get up even in Chicago and go hunting. Back in the day, people used to camp outside of Goose Island, spend their Thanksgiving day in the freezing cold <laughs> in Chicago, sitting next to a brewery waiting for it to open the next morning to get these beers. That's funny. I, not, so, not that I haven't done that myself for a few releases over the years, but I'm just laughing like, ah, oh, it's something universal that we all get to experience. <laughs> I've never full-blown camped out, but I've yeah. traveled for stuff, like not on the street, like I guess, well, I haven't camped out at all for beer, so. I don't think I've camped out. There's nothing I want enough to, like, sleep in a tent on pavement right now if I if I don't have to. You know what I mean? <sighs> there might be a few things I would do that for for my kids, <laughs> but the internet's kind of helped us not have to do that That's as right, much. yeah. I'd rather overpay than, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. lose a couple of days camping outside of Walmart <laughs> waiting for... The new PS, whatever. Oh, my gosh. I ruined my Christmas last year just trying to get a PlayStation. And it worked, ultimately. Both that Christmas was ruined and that I got a PlayStation. <laughs> there you go. Uh, my wife been trying to get me to get um, one of the kids a Switch. Uh, my youngest, Annie, wants a Switch. And it's like, uh, until they come out with some kind of Game Pass sort of thing, and he'll be happy with that. No, because no, babe, we can't afford new games every week. Like, yeah, seriously. And Nintendo's if he has a job, then yeah, right. <laughs> and he's eight. So now you know why I don't have kids, right? It's that I wanted to spend that kind of money on my game habits, which is out of control now at best. But fair enough. I I'm mean, sorry to derail so much from the beer already, but I you mentioned Black Friday, and all of us immediately were like, "Oh gosh, it's coming." So and so with the Problem that we had with COVID last year, mm-hmm. um, we didn't get to have this party last year. Oh. And so, but the good side to that this year is that I have four more beers to put on draft this year. So we'll have a grand total of eight. We will start off with tapping seven to start. And then the first one blows, we'll roll into 2020's original because uh, there was that's the number one or the most made. So I'm not going to put that at the beginning of the night. But it will go on that night as long as um, us as a beer community can float a six barrel. I think we could do it, folks. I really think we could do it. I believe in all of us. So um, talking (laughs) with the powers that be, and we worked it out. So we're not going to be giving you a plastic cup of Bourbon County brand stout. On Pint Nights Now, we give out the beer in a plastic cup, and we give you the glass. Mm Because of COVID, we're not going to refill any glasses. So... If you happen to drink two or three Bourbon County stouts, you're going to have two or three Jungle Gems Bourbon Brand County Stout Snifters. So we have, they were promised that they'll be here by the 12th. Um, I will redact this statement if (laughs) they're not here before Black Friday. Um, But I believe that we will have them in plenty of time. Sounds good. Well, I'll just keep letting you come in anytime. If you have any announcements, I'll either make sure I make them or come on in. You're always welcome in. Wonderful. I appreciate that. That sounds fun. Uh, Do you need to get tickets or anything to go or just show up? just, Just show up. And with all the bottles of variants that we have, we're going to release those at five along with the pint nights. Okay. 
And so there will be some system put into place and no, you will not be able to be like, I'm first in line. I get one of everything <laughs> Then we can only take care of so many people. So choose wisely. It'll probably be one or two bottle limit to start. And then depending on the night goes, we'll see how we sell the rest of them off. Cause you know, if there's only 20 people here, then yes, you can get everything. Right. But, um, I don't think that'll be the case. No, not at all. It's going to be so. crazy in the best way. <laughs> yes. It'll be fun too. I'm excited. It'll, it'll be a little jungle gym event, you know? Yeah. So. And we haven't gotten to do many of those recently. So this is a, a nice return to form. Yes. Or at um, least, you know, the beginning of returning right. to form. And uh, just a little, 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 little tease. I think the first pint night in January is going to be epic. So it should be really, really, really cool. So. Oh, I'm really excited to hear what that's about. Well, I'll ask about that off off air <laughs> when the uh, button's not lit up red. All right. Um, and so with what our draft selections this year will be, of course, the 2021 original. We will have the Cola variant, which is um, the brewer's take on classic Coca-Cola. So they added coriander and cassis bark and a little lime and orange juice, a little zest from those, some nutmeg, brown sugar, vanilla. All the stuff that you didn't know was in Coca-Cola unless you researched <laughs> it is in Coca-Cola. Like I, I was kind of like, oh, I, orange, lime zest. Uh, that's why I guess lime Coke is great and orange Coke is pretty good too. Right. So, I mean, it's just they were already there. You just didn't know it. And it's not 26 flavors like Dr. Pepper, but there's still quite a few different flavors in there. Yeah. So I'm excited to try that one. We're also going to have the 14, which is, they just sometimes, there's last year they used a number four. But 14 is a, was from the proprietor's blend that didn't leave Chicago in bottles oh, no or draft um, from 2014. But then they went ahead and added rye to the mash build. So it's very similar to that one. And then they age all these in different barrels and they don't break down every barrel that they put them in. Because part of the beers get separated out and aged in different barrels and then blended back together before carbonated and being released. So, and then we're also going to have the cherry wood, which is a like a fully matured uh, version of the Bourbon County Stout, and then they put uh, honeycomb shaped cherry wood chips in. So they like I'm. I know they didn't do it by hand, but they machine made these things. Right. And the reason why they did that was because they would go in and then they would get all the flavors be coming out instead of just the surface so, flavors. Yeah. Brilliant. So I'm really excited to try that one as well. Um, flavors of cherry, red fruit, and toffee. So that one's going to be a good one that as well. That sounds really good. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that and the cola. The cola one really piqued my interest. Yeah. All of them. All of them have. And then bottle-wise for... Um, the 2021 release, we'll have the original, we'll have some cola, toasted, which I think is going to be like $55 a bottle. I know one of these are, I haven't got the price on all of them yet, but that's expensive. So if yeah. you're only going to get one, maybe that's the one you get. Sure. So <laughs> Plan accordingly. We'll have the reserve, 150 We'll have the 14 the cherry wood, and then the Blantons. And um, the we'll release... Probably half of our allotment of the original in the morning. So if you're out running around at 8 o'clock in the morning and want to get your Bourbon County started, um, stop by, grab that. They'll be ready to go at 8 o'clock in the morning. More often than not, I mean, most likely they will be um, stacked up by the bar. There will be some sort of limit, but it's not going to be like one. It'll probably be two or three, something <laughs> like that. And then we'll still have some left in the evening. Perfect. I'm here for it. Right. I All can't day. Wait. Just going to. 
roll in and start drinking at 8 a.m. <laughs> well, you, if you start drinking at 8 a.m., you probably won't make it all the way to 5. So Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you see him in one of those little electric carts get out of his way because yeah, it sounds good at the beginning, and then the end of the day, he's just swerving all over the place. <laughs> it, 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 exactly. He's just rolling in reverse so you hear him coming. <laughs> You figured me out. So. <laughs> that is usually how I spend the holiday. So <laughs> there you go. Any plans for Thanksgiving? Um, not nothing too exciting, actually. Probably just eating an absurd amount of food, uh, drinking until I have to drive one of the electric carts, <laughs> and uh, yeah, seeing if I can acquire some deals. So that's what I'm I'm all about. All right. So I will most likely be here Thanksgiving. It's one of the things I do to try to relieve uh, the team. Um, my guys and gals so they don't have to be here on thanksgiving of course i can't do it by myself we're still somewhat busy but let them get ready for the holidays because it's the beginning of the holiday push and as um usual we will be having our three floyds pre-thanksgiving pint night so wednesday night before thanksgiving we will be having the three floyds pint night Ooh, exciting I so. just was at the Eastgate uh, one that we did here recently for the mm-hmm. Fright Night, rather. Yes. Mm-hmm. For, that was great. And their lineup this year is delicious. Well, it's it's funny because they sent emails, uh, TJ over at Eastgate a list. Yeah. And then they sent me a list a couple of days later, and we basically picked some of the same beers. So if, if there was something that you had there, it was like, hey, man, that was a pretty good lineup. Like, I didn't see it till you know, after I picked mine, but we picked some of the same thing. I'm excited to try the... It's something Twinkie, and it's a blonde. Yes, uh, it was wonderful. It almost tasted like a barley wine. No. It was really, really, really good, though. Yeah, we also have a barrel-aged barley wine going to be there at that night as well. But so, yeah, Thanksgiving week is going to be an exciting week in the beer and wine department. And um, just a last plug, this might come out after the end, the deadline. Well, no, next Wednesday won't be. Yeah. We will be. Join our brew crew. Uh, submit the, you will get a, um, after you join, you will get an email asking you if you want to get into the Utopia's drawing. It is a drawing to, for a chance to purchase, not you want it for free. The state of Ohio <laughs> won't let us give alcohol away, and uh, Jungle would have my job if I was giving away $225 bottles of beer <laughs> via email. So, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, jump on that. Um, haven't had this year's yet. We don't know how many bottles we've gotten just yet. We're hoping to get, you know, double digits, but we'll see. They they tell us they're going to give us this, and sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less. And I'm sure all the production woes in the last like, two oh, years. It, it yeah. broke on the truck. Like, well, why didn't mine break? Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So, but thanks for having me. Oh, for anytime, seriously. Uh, and I think we should do something probably right after Thanksgiving, maybe cover some of the uh, the December beers, holiday beers, as I believe we'll call it. But I see Christmas ale and stuff like that. I yeah, well, some people thing. are backing away from the Christmas and start to use holiday. So we'll see how that goes. And uh, yeah. It's all it's all flavor set at the end of the day, right? right. It's like, you mm-hmm. know, I'm just here to smile and enjoy cold weather, which I know it's uncommon, but uh, I'm built for it, so. <laughs> I, I, I feel you. <laughs> oh, and uh, by the way, to sign up for Brew Crew, uh, it's uh, just junglegyms.com slash sign up. Does that sound right? I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can, if, it, if that doesn't work, just go to the Jungle Gyms website, go to the drop down for beer and wine. You do the drop down menu, they'll have a Brew Crew and a... Um, Wine Passport, which the Wine Passport is also something great to sign up for. Um, we do bi-weekly deals that are a passport member only. 
So, and that will let you know what those deals are. Sometimes it's, you know, an $80 bottle for 20. Sometimes it's a $70 bottle for 12. Yeah. Sometimes it's a $150 bottle for 50. And so if you ever were looking for, you know, your wine drinking friends, a great present, you know, there's a good way to get a great deal on it and give them an excellent bottle. Well, that sounds fun. I need to bring in uh, Michael and the wine team in here one of these days, too. We've been trying. Schedules are just, I mean, well, we've talked about it off air, but it's like hard. Yep. Staffing on across the planet now is difficult. <laughs> right. So it's like, hey, can you take 30 minutes out of your time so that nothing can get done important and talk to me? Well, so talking I to you really is important. Because right? no, it's, I get it's it. one of our ways that we reach out to the people that of course. don't know what's what's happening currently in the jungle gym world yeah and and i'm always happy to do it i love talking with you guys like i'm really hoping that i can be i can become an expert maybe not to your levels by any means but i'm you know at least sharpen the uh the tools up as it were right so that's awesome you know what i actually for i've got you for a second i want to ask about this too because i always see we have the beer closeouts too is that Mm -hmm. like a that seems like a jungle gym sort of exclusive idea am i wrong in saying that um a couple other people are doing it on some level so how the system works in ohio um i cannot buy this beer at this price and then the distributor not sell it to anybody Mm -hmm. so one of the ways we make that happen is they're like hey we have this beer and it's negotiation. They're like, you know, I'll sell it to you for this price per case, and then you can sell it for this price. And we're like, mm, not that's not really where we want to be at. Let's go a little bit better. Right. And we go, we you know, goes back and forth. But um, I have been asked or called out as somebody once tried to tell me that we were selling beer under state minimum. And how it works is we buy the whole lot. So okay. we have buying power and we have a little bit of warehouse space in the building. So we will buy all of it and then pass the savings on to you. So we have to the consumer. We want to, yeah. it's, and we try them before we buy them to make sure it's not like, oh, this has got awful. No, don't get that. Don't, nope, 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 nope. You take that to somebody else who doesn't want to try it. That's fine. Right. Like I can't sell that for 50 cents a six pack. You yeah. Know, so. Oh, that's amazing. I always love walking through that. I'm like every, I knew it was something I had to ask at some point because I was so curious about it. I'm like, how do they get these crazy prices? Like you said, it's passed on to me and you know, yeah. I am one of those consumers. So I appreciate it. I mean, that's actually, uh, so eight, nine years ago, uh, when I was fresh to living in Hamilton, my wife brought me in. She wasn't my wife then, but brought me into jungle gyms and, I was um, into beer and getting more into beer and like, wait a minute, like I can try this for $4. I can try this for $4. I can get this bomber for $3. Yeah. Oh, and then, you know, the Tasty Bar opened up and it was um, drinking and tasting at the Tasty Bar and uh, talked to Ed a couple of times, but like was befriending Heidi and there was a plan of putting a pub in. And she's like, oh, you'd be awesome at working at the pub. It's going to be more beer. This would be just like beer and wine, not really mixed drinks, but you do a great job and Waited on Ed at uh, Christian Moreland Lager House, and he was basically, because oddly enough, I'm rambling, but we stopped in. Me and my wife got married on a Friday, and we stopped in because we used to come to pint nights when I wasn't working and mm-hmm. had a pint with our wedding party. I love it. And Ed told his wife and the group of people he's with, like, I have a picture of his wedding day on my phone. And everyone's like, no, you don't. And he pulled it out, <laughs> and sure enough, he had pictures of me and my wife on the day we got married. And loving the jungle <laughs> took care of his um, party and kept them all in beers they never had before. And he's like, "Dude, you ever want to get out of this? I have a job for you." And uh, it wasn't immediately, but the rest is history. You've been here for a little over seven years now, and I love it. So, 
Well, it's so cool. What a cool story. Right. Great way to find employees, I guess. So. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it sounds like a good option. Honestly, it's a great department to be in. You can have a little something to drink, learn about the product as well, and then become the expert on it. Right. I like knowing that you all vet the the closeout items, too. I think that's really cool. I was, again, another thing I was a little curious about. It makes sense, obviously, but it's good to know that you're not just <laughs> putting any swill out. Right. You know? well, well, sometimes, like, the beer that is made is not necessarily oh i won't i'll say it's definitely not my favorite because i would be you know look at buying it all up right but um and it's just it's sometimes it's like all right it's correct it's not what i like but it's made yeah. correctly and it hasn't gone bad yet so and that's really all we that can, matters yeah. yeah work on it from there that's cool Awesome. Well, thanks, Vert. I appreciate it. No problem. Yeah, make sure you sign up for the Brew Crew emails, everyone. Stay in touch with us. Let's have let's have some drinks together, shall we? All right. Sounds great. All right. So we got the little uh, appetizer beverage out of the way. Let's dive into the rest of the show, okay? I got introduced to Sam from Sinsoy Foods from one of my favorite co-workers here. A man of many nicknames, but I wanted to give Volat a quick shout out here for this and for so many other great connects in my short time with the company. Really appreciate you, Chris. Uh, but I brought Sam in as I had actually tasted his soy sauce a few months ago on an episode of the show, The Prep List, that I do with my buddy Christian Gill. And it was awesome. So when I had this opportunity, of course, I was curious to learn about the company and more. And I learned all kinds of stuff. Like, it turns out that Ohio produces a ton, not just one ton, but tons of soybeans. And realistically, I had no idea. But you know what? I don't want to spoil this whole interview. Oh, and you know what? Here's a little um, behind-the-scenes info since we normally cover behind-the-scenes of the store. But I'm going to give you some behind-the-scenes of my production process. Sometimes when I do an interview, I just hit record as soon as we sit down because, you know, it hasn't started yet. But I can edit it, right? And I let it roll a little early. I let it run a little late because sometimes you'll capture magic when people are least expecting it. So while I want to officially introduce Sam and Sinsoy here, I also... Wanted to let you know that we're dropping in hot, just like the first hour of Dune, into this interview in progress. I'm actually going to preemptively get a little, little scoop of this. Soy. Yeah, this smells really good. It's it's one of my favorite things we make. Um, definitely. Are you ready for it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm always. It's always. You know, we do a lot of tastings. We're trying to do more tastings, mm -hmm. uh, even during COVID, and it's really hard to like. To, you know, sh showcase our products because you want to give something to somebody that is pure in form, oh, yeah. but like you're consuming salt. Right. So yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're like, just it's like, like this salt plate. aside. Yeah. Because we get a lot though. of comments. And it's like, it's really salty. I'm like, it's salt. Yeah. What'd you expect? <laughs> what, were, what were your, but if you think about it, does it taste good? Does it yeah. have like more flavor than you typically would taste? And especially the soy sauce. Mm -hmm. But the soy sauce salt, you know, that is pure umami. That oh, is yeah. that is the leftovers from the soy sauce. It's got all liquid. It's got glutamate. It's got, you know, caramel roastiness from the wheat. It's got sea salt from the Pacific Ocean. And it's just kind of been blended together. And for me, it's like this was... You know, we have a, we have all these objectives. You know, you, you start when you start a business, you have like, I'm going to change the world. Right. But, you know, having a little bit of experience in the startup world, like we've tried to stick to some core things. Sure. The first is try to use everything we're taking out. So mm -hmm. soy sauce salt is a great example. It's the leftovers from the production process where we roast it, we put it together and 
there's zero waste from the soy sauce, which is dope. Yeah. Um, and then things like finding ways to, to, to take our soy, like the soybean leftovers from, from tofu, maybe making soy sauce from that. So like, oh. uh, and then also finding ways to give back. And so, you know, we, for every item we sell, we donate a school lunch. Uh, that's part of our, our corporate program. I love it. And then from beyond there, we can have fun and do things as long as we stick to kind of those, those two core things. So then that allows us to go out and do whatever we want, because if we're taking vegetables to make pickles, like it's very easy to, okay, what are we going to do afterwards? Like right. after What's the, the, second the leftover process, yeah. right? Like we, we, for the chili crisp, we cure whole garlic cloves in the soy sauce salt and then fry that in the process. Then we take the leftover soy sauce salt. We dry it again okay. and you've got garlic soy sauce salt. So now oh, we're trying to figure man. out how, what are we going to make with that? I, I, you're going to make people happy. That's <laughs> yeah, what you're going to make. I think so. I think it, it could, be, it makes me happy. That's yeah, for sure. It makes me too. Well, by the way, since we jumped in here and I'm, yep. I'm just capturing your excitement. <laughs> uh, I'm here with Sam from Sin Soy. And if you haven't had any of their products, you should change that immediately. Uh, what I, I was starting and you probably noticed me audience being silent because my eyes were widened with both his stories and with the delicious taste of the mm. soy sauce salt. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. That. Thank yeah. you. Uh, uh, like, Happy to be here. Yeah, like depth yeah. of, I mean, you know, it's one of those things that I feel like obnoxious food people mention, but like depth of flavor. But there's a lot going on in salt. There even. is. Yeah. I mean, salt, like one, it's a building block of life. And right. two, we all love it and everything tastes that better because of it. Of so course. unlocking that plus building on top of really good soy sauce as a basis of that, really good soybeans, really good wheat, just simple ingredients. That goes well with everything. Yeah, you know, I made a risotto the other day with with uh, oh. with uh, shrimp in it, and just at the very end, just a little soy sauce salt to finish it off, and it just opens the whole thing up. Yeah, I mean, and you you know, you said it really well in the lead up here, where you were talking about how you get like all those different notes, even and just again, I'm not I, that's the only thing I've tasted officially so far, but like <laughs> you get a lot of those like the kind of the caramelized notes yeah. of things. You get that. I mean, you really taste the soy itself, which right. I thought was I didn't. It wasn't what I was going to expect exactly, but yeah. it's, it's brilliant. And when you taste salt, you're not like, oh, that's flavorful. And right, I used to. It's maybe just part of who I am, but I used to collect salt. I had like 15 different kinds, like. Iranian blue salt, no. you know, till I was not in America, I found Iranian blue salt, like in, in Italy once and, you know, smoke salts and Hawaiian salts and yeah. you know, salt from Alabama, salt from Canada, you know, just because like they all have, they actually <laughs> all have from Alabama. I'm assuming it's just like sand. <laughs> it's like, yeah. But it, like we got this from the Gulf shores. Yeah. But that's, you know, it, you know, Sorry, Alabama all salt residents. actually has like, you know, some characteristic in it, you know, yeah. it's kind of like, you know, Soy, I mean, in some ways, like soybeans, not to be like a super nerd about soybeans. No, be but, a super nerd. That's why I asked uh, you to come out here. You know, you, you taste a soybean from Ohio and then a soybean maybe from Kansas, and you can taste the difference. There are there are characteristics in a soybean from Ohio than from Kansas or Canada or, you know, Europe, where the terrar of of a soybean. What, really what does exists. that mean, by the way? Just like the flavor of the land. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, it's a, it's a silly wine thing they taught me a long time ago that, you know, you can taste it. We we have in, in Ohio these amazing soybeans. That, that's kind of like uh, the, 
the impetus of a lot of the things that we're making is that we have these products that if you drive from here to Dayton or from Cincinnati to Columbus, Mm -hmm. all you see are these fields and fields, fields of soybeans. Well, some of those, not all of them, but a lot of them are made for us to consume and they're actually being produced in a way that they're some of the best in the world. No kidding. Um, I had no idea too. A lot of people don't, but you know, the, the climate, the earth, you know, the wind, the way that the wind, you know, pushes the plants around, it creates a very consistent, beautiful, high protein soybean that is really good for things like tofu, but it always makes things better for things like soy sauce or the miso we make. And so being so close to it just kind of made sense as the product was evolving. I love know, it. As, as I was thinking about this process three and a half years ago, like, you know, oh, well, this this kind of makes sense. Oh, well, I can just drive two hours and get 2,000 pounds of soybeans? Like, dope. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that, exactly. It's a, it's a 188 mi- miles round trip to get, you know, this unbelievable supply of, of you know, non-GMO soybeans. Um, that also are being bought by the Japanese, by the metric tons. The you know, Koreans are buying it like crazy. So, so there was something to to, the, to that. So we've really honed in on 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 our that main ingredient that kind of stretches across most of our products. I love it. Well, you mentioned evolution in general, so let's back up a little bit. Okay, tell me about your maybe personal evolution, a little bit of your background. Yeah, former chef, all that fun stuff, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm a a child of, I've been all over the place, born in Michigan, California, ended mm-hmm. up in North Carolina. Uh, but since I was real young, I've always wanted to to cook. That was my, my mission in life, you know, for whether it was my family or friends or whatever it was. So I was very fortunate to be able to go to culinary school. I went to Johnson Wales in Rhode Island oh. and got a chance to cook internationally. So I worked in Wales, I worked in Australia, worked for some amazing chefs. Uh, ultimately the food business is hard. I think that we're all, we all have, have experienced, if you're in the industry or have been, you, you get it. It's, it's a really awesome thing to be on the, to be doing, but, and, and on the other end of it, but eventually I got out of it. I, I was very passionate about some other things. I did, um, e-commerce eyewear for a while. Uh, that, that was my, second passion. I got really into it. I had another eyewear company in Cincinnati. So on, and I'm sorry to derail for a second here, but like on what end, I mean, were you handling all of it? Or is it like a design passion of yours? I have, I have ended up doing almost all of it. So I had, we, you know, I was part of a group called Framery in Cincinnati. Oh yeah. Interchangeable eyewear. I I was part of that team. I was the guy in the basement making all the glasses. No kidding. So part of my story is I'm a, I'm a guy who just likes to make it all right. Like the the thing that was tasked to me was, Hey Sam, go make interchangeable eyewear in a basement, figure out how to make prescription glasses for people, which, you know, it's not at the time it wasn't a very, easy thing just to find out. So, you know, to task, I did it. Um, Ended up, you know, working with like Felix Gray, which is an e-commerce eyewear company, um, another company in Las Vegas. But, you know, the food part of me, I've always been around food, whether it was, you know, you don't lose the urge to cook for somebody. I, I tell this as an anecdote to a lot of people, but if you Google... God, sex, and food, right. food is your number one hit. Right. Right. It's the thing that connects us. We talk about it. It's our holidays. It's our birthdays. It's whatever it's we're doing. It's the great uniter. It is the great uniter. Like you can stop someone being really pissed off with you with a really 
well-cooked meal. That is very true. Um, Catch me at like 3 p.m. if I haven't eaten. Like my, exactly. (laughs) Like I've learned, I'm married. I have, my wife is amazing. Sometimes you just need a cook or something perfect, you know, and, and, and and get, get over that, that hump. And so I've always wanted to be back in that, that world. And, you know, I was making hot sauce for fun in my basement, kombucha. There is a growing community within the fermentation space Mm -hmm. that, people are making really cool ingredients like pickles. Uh, there's pickled pig here locally. Um, you know, there's, um, um, there's a growing company called kombucha natty. They're making kombucha. Oh, cool. Uh, there are really awesome group of fermenters and we're all trying to create these products where a lot of it started in our basement. And so, I used to travel a lot for work uh, to Asia, Japan, China, Hong Kong, Vietnam, because I was making glasses work. Right. And I noticed that, like, you know, a lot of the communities had their own makers of fermented things, soy sauce being a big part of that or, you know, uh, dried oysters. But it was, it was everything was very local there, right? And And so one day I just decided and randomly cause like as fermenters, you're just like, I'm going to do this. So I try to make a batch of soy sauce. Well, soy sauce takes a really long time to make no. uh, I a, a normally fermented batch of soy sauce should take like six months to a year. No kidding. And so, you know, again, there's no book out there. There are very few books I should say that are like, this is how you make soy sauce, especially this is how you make soy sauce really well. Sure. Uh, <laughs> So the first batch was like bright red. It was like bitter. It was just disgusting because I didn't really understand what went into it. So I kept on making it because I'm stubborn. And eventually, (laughs) you know, after a year, literally a year of doing it, I was like, oh, I I figured something out. Because um, when you make soy sauce, miso, sake, they all use a similar gradient called koji. Okay. And koji is... Uh, a fungus that grows on starches and grains and protein. And it will, uh, it creates that umami, that flavor that we all, that we all love. Right. Absolutely. Um, yeah. It is the driving component to giving soy sauce its main characteristics body. And you have to learn how to do that because this thing will, it, it is a growing living organism. It's a fungus. So when you let it loose, it will generate enough heat to like, to 120 degrees. It goes from like 80 to 120 all by itself. So it's a learning, the the learning curve of getting it, like how to scale that up. Okay. I I can make a gallon on my kitchen, but like, how do I make 20 gallons to 50 to 250 and now at 500 gallons? Right. So eventually I decided, you know, I looked around, there's, there's, there was one other company, one other group out of Louisville who's making soy sauce in small batches in a craft way. And I thought, well, I definitely should be doing it. like this makes sense. It tastes amazing. I'm, I'm an entrepreneurial guy. We've got all these ingredients as I'm looking around on how to do this. Let, let's get it going. So the soy sauce, um, the miso and the soy sauce salt were kind of our original products. Okay. Um, and that's, you know, and that <laughs> we only launched a year ago. So the story is rapidly coming to fruition, but <laughs> we've, we've done a lot to kind of get us, get us going. Um, 
I brought on a partner. His name's Kendall Holmes. He is uh, the dude who's behind the scenes now making everything. He, he took the things that we were doing originally and making them even better. So like the chili crisp, soy sauce, his, you know, he's the master. I don't, you know, say this lightly master fermenter, the guy who can to make everyone's dreams come true, especially mine. And, <laughs> and, and is, and is, is making these amazing products for us now. So, so, you know, fast forward, we're now in jungle gyms, which is like the, probably one of the biggest goals that I had in this whole oh, entire process, cool. because I, that. I don't think that you can be a, you know, local food brand without being able to tell people, you know, you're in jungle because right. this is the place that people find unique, interesting things. It's also in some ways kind of like bragging rights for me because this is one of the few places in the whole entire region where you'll have a wall of soy sauce to compete against. I mean, if you it's go to the international point. section, there are 56, I mean, who knows how many soy There's sauces. There's a lot. I, yeah. I went and looked before you came in just yeah. to see, and it was like, I lost count for it's a little a bit. Lot. It was like, yeah. It's a lot. I mean, and the really good ones too. And so I think the, the thing that I have, I have a lot of pride in is that people, one, people like it, uh, Two, that it's, it has this, you know, component of giving back and things like that, but that people are rebuying it. So they see, they find some value in it and they're yeah. enjoying it and it tastes great compared to things that also are not traditionally made in the United States, right. uh, especially Ohio. So, yeah. I, uh, while you were talking, by the way, I did just try the chili crisp. Let me read it officially. Yes, yeah, just the chili crisp. Oof. It's like, oh, did I forget any other descriptors? That was incredible. I love that. Again, another thing where you really, there's a lot of layers of flavor happening. A there. lot of layers, yeah. So, you know, chili crisp, 2020, probably the biggest food trend there was. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, we were a little bit later into doing it, but we knew that we could probably make it better than I think some other brands that are out there. Yeah. Ours is made by us. I mean, we make it all. Uh, we have a little facility in over the Rhine. Um, we're, you know, curing our garlic and the soy sauce salt. We're, you know, chopping <laughs> most of the ingredients by hand <laughs> and we're hand frying it and then combining it and bottling it. And I think you get to really taste it. No doubt. Like instantly. I mean, I, you know, I've been around the block a few times. I didn't go full spoon or anything. I, there was a moment while we were talking about, I was like, I saw the eyes widen on you and, it, and I felt like you're like, is he going to go wild? I was curious how, yeah. how big of a spoonful. <laughs> I was like, yeah, for sure. And I'm like, no, I'm just drinking the oil. But yeah. uh, all kidding aside, it's, I mean, seriously delicious. Like yeah. you can taste that. And this sounds dumb of me to say, maybe. But it, I mean, you really can taste that there's effort in there, right? Yeah. You know, when I compare this to the other similar products I've tried, they all kind of taste a little homogenized. Like it's all kind of just one thing. The only difference is like there's the oil part of the top right. and then the, the goo at the, the bottom, goo, the, right? Yeah, yeah. But this was like, I took it. I mean, you mentioned I can get a little of the soy sauce salt. Mm -hmm. I get a little of it. I definitely get the garlic coming through. Oh, good. And you get that kind of almost like smoky that, uh, like the char from frying from it. From frying bit. it, sure. But you get all those tastes, yeah. which I'm not getting in. I won't name the other brand I was thinking of. Sure. But you won't get it in that necessarily. No, and and I know that those are, you know, the more common versions, but, and that's, those are the, the things that we really are trying to preserve because we, at the end of the day, in, in a lot of ways, we're a homemade brand, meaning 
I made the soy sauce at home. Kendall was making the chili crisp at home. Yeah. These are things we were eating out of our own kitchens. So to have the characteristics of your kitchen to be able to now use in your, you know, it's a, I think that's an element in food making that we kind of lose touch of. It's how do you scale it? How do you scale it? And how do you make it cheaper or whatever it is? Right. How do I make my time easier? Right. Yeah. And I think, especially for us, none, I say this very confident, none, nothing we make is easy. <laughs> <laughs> but you can taste it because it's there, right? The yeah. time, the effort, the elements that make it special are there. And I think that's important. And he, I mean, it instantly came through in the flavor. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't know. I mean, I've been eating a lot of food for a long time, <laughs> but I, I, I'm more than impressed. Thank honestly. Yeah. I appreciate should probably that. start. I should probably dive into the soy sauce too. Yeah. Well, you know, that, that is the soy sauce is still our, probably our, uh, bestseller still. Um, it, it is definitely my, my pride and joy. Uh, <laughs> we've got a we've got a customer yeah. waving out asking about my uh, my helmet there. Let me uh, let yeah, me go yeah, answer yeah, that. Sure, of course. I, I haven't it's, had anybody ask about it yet. <laughs> oh, thank you. Have a good day. Oh, I thought it was Jungle coming to visit too. I, I thought he was going to come in. Yeah, he can. <laughs> Love the thumbs up. <laughs> Okay, so well, let me jump back in. That's the fun part about doing the studio in the stores every so yeah, often. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fun to, fun to have a crowd. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, you hear you get a nice little plug out of it, too. Yeah, so no, He's like, oh, soy sauce. I'm, I'm here for it. But uh, speaking of, let's try this. Okay, let's do it. You know, it's, so a, a good soy sauce should, should linger in your mouth. Like, okay. you know, it's kind of like, you know, again, back to the whole wine thing. Like, there are characteristics that you want to stick around. You want the roastiness to be there. You want the long umami finish to be there. Yeah. Because it's like experiential. Yeah, it is because it, you know, the thing that mass manufactured food and this goes certainly soy sauce. It's, it's, it's designed to be used. So it's less intensive a flavor, but I think like ours, for instance, it's more intensive of a flavor. You mm -hmm. don't have to use as much. It was originally designed, like I, in my mind, designed this to be eaten with sushi. That's how it, that's how I always compared it against. Sure. Mainly because, that. you know, the pure flavor, like you have to have some purity in the flavor in order to do that. You can't cover it's it up. It's still lingering It's going to be there for. Yeah, yeah. I and, love it. Yeah. And, and that's important when you're cooking because, you know, you want the flavor, but you don't want too much salt. Right. So you, if you use a tablespoon of ours and a quarter cup of Kikamon, mm -hmm. you're going to get much more salt out of the Kikamon brand than something like Sinsoy, but you're going to get, you know, the same or more flavor. It really is. I mean, again, and not to keep using things like depth, but like there's a lot more going on there than you would guess from, yeah. you know, traditional soy sauce. Yeah. And we, again, so we use the, it's Ohio soybeans, it's Ohio wheat, it's Ohio municipal water. <laughs> <laughs> the most important part yeah, of the process, you know, right? Pacific like sea salt and koji from Japan, but you know those sure. things you can't just find in Ohio very easily. But not too often. Maybe here, though. I've, I have a feeling there's got to be there like a salt probably ours that we chip <laughs> off of. You know, there is a there is I think Ohio soy or salt mines like up near Cleveland or something. Oh no, kidding. Um, I think. But maybe, that's uh, a few, maybe we have you back. We'll go take a trip yeah, up there. Yeah, that'd, that'd be fun. Well, that'd be really fun. Never yeah. been to a salt mine before. There's a guy named Jeremy Umansky. Shout out Jeremy uh, <laughs> up in Cleveland. He's like the Koji King. Okay. He's written books about it. He, in a lot of ways, is, is kind of how I kick this thing off. 
I started this company in last year in March. And we all know what started happening last year in March. But <laughs> at, I, I don't. <laughs> but at the same time, I had my first kid. And so for whatever reason, Jeremy had a thing here in February and convinced me through telepathy to to get this thing <laughs> off the ground because he was so passionate about it. And I think I'm trying to translate that passion to people I get along. It is really fun to be around and experience this product that, you know, our soy sauce takes six months. You know, the there are components like we, we use a mother. So we something that a mother is basically something that we we feed and grow. It's kind of like a sourdough starter. Okay. I've known that longer than I've known my son. Um, so each <laughs> bo- each each bottle has a little bit of that first batch in it, and it oh, helps cool. maintain the consistency and at, you know make sure that we're transferring all those good properties over. And I love that. Yeah, it kind of creates like a uh, taste legacy. In a, it does. It know? does, and it's kind of like you know the, you know there are I think it's you know brandy or something like that that does it to, j- just to create that consistency to to cr- make that intensity up a, up a level. So that's. Uh, I mean, I have, it sounds silly to be like, that soy sauce is so good. <laughs> but it's that thing where, you know, generally speaking, how often, and, you know, I'd argue I'm a pretty adventurous foodie in general. How often have I tried something that wasn't Kikaman? You know, uh, I, I honestly couldn't tell you. I would assume it's all almost always been that or something similar. Until I was traveling overseas, I don't think I used anything else. Yeah. And I didn't be, and this is the, there's this thing in marketing called the first thought. Mm-hmm. And I don't know a lot about marketing, but I know about this. It's like, what do you remember about this thing the first time you, mem- you remember using it? Oh. Well, I vividly remember racing my mom or my dad in the, in the, in the other car to go get Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Okay. One was driving from, usually my mom won, but it was always from like soccer practice to this place, the Chinese food. Anyways. I remember the experience of eating the soy sauce with the red top on. I vividly have it in yeah. my mind. That's what it was. And that's what has made, you know, from a, um, I, ha- I like admire Kikamon because they have, they have built this branding, this element of like, yeah, this is what you get. You get this thing. This is who we are. It's a quality, consistent product. When you eat it, sure. you're going to remember it, and and it's like legacied in your brain. Yeah, it's funny that you say that too, because it's like the, the image of the bottle is like burnt into my head, like the McDonald's logo, right? Kind exactly. Of, you know what I mean? You no, know, it the, if it doesn't have a red top, it's not soy sauce. Yeah. You know? Well, so I, it's funny in my house we were reduced sodium, uh, so I have the fair. green yeah. top, but yeah, even but, still, but even still, for the red green colorblind people out there, it's the same. <laughs> it's all the same. <laughs> but it's that iconic bottle, and it's like you know, so we. We admire that brand. We just are trying to, we're trying to create something that levels up a little bit. You know? Yeah. We're so. in a world now of like craft products and people are really kind of coming around to a few things, which I'm all for, which is A, we're aware of the quality and now the craftsmanship that go into it. Now, totally. not for every aspect of the world yet, but like definitely food, I think is going to be, well, it's a great uniter, right? It's going to be the it thing is, that yeah. leads the charge. Yeah. But I think because of that, it's like that hard work, you know, and like, it's cool to see 
the general audience kind of getting hip to this stuff, right? Yeah, it you is know, cool to see. Imagine saying the word gojuchang to somebody like six years ago, and they're like, I'm sorry, what? And I'm yeah. like, it's a fermented bean curd. You know what I mean? Like, that is literally amazing, by the way. It, oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's like the, one of my favorite things on the planet. Spicy. Oh, so good. Yeah, yeah, I'm like sitting here. I'm like getting excited about that. <laughs> but that's, <laughs> next time, we'll right. uh, dive in. Yeah. Uh, I actually had a question I wanted to ask you about because I've never, I've never thought to Google this, but while I was looking around on your site in my research phase, I noticed you also do tamari. What is the difference between soy sauce and tamari? Tamari is generally made without wheat. Oh. Uh, so it is a gluten-free product. Um, Interesting. It There is also a process difference. So soy sauce requires stirring because you're trying to in, make sure there's oxygen and feeding the microbes and all the fermentation goodies that you oh, need. Oh, cool. Uh, tamari uses a slightly different product where it's taking the liquid and kind of pouring it over the top. So there are a lot of benefits to tamari. Soy sauce, uh, tamari actually in a lot of ways has more flavor. It has, it's better if you're a gluten-free person, obviously that, but there's things like glutamate and, and glucose and all those things that kind of go along, not glutamate, glucose that are not in tamari, right? So you get less sugar, more flavor, you know, less wheat, but you, you you do miss some of those other characteristics of like what wrote the roasted wheat component. Okay. Um, yeah. A few of those, and it's something I know trying yeah. it, I would be able yeah. to taste the difference. Oh, you would. If you did side by side by side, you know, we did a taste testing years ago when I, I guess it was only really only a year and a half ago uh, that we were <laughs> taste testing these things. And, you know, you put them side by side and you, you, you open people's, perception to like, I didn't realize like all this was different. Like we all have our different style or different flavor, every soy sauce maker, you know, and it's kind of like beer or, you know, things like that, things that have, you know, you're, you're buying a a lager, but it's not the same taste. It's not the same process. It's got that great analogy, you know, because soy sauce is a brewed product. Um, there are soy sauces and this is great for, I think your listeners to know about Yeah, the super cheap ones are soybeans boiled in hydrochloric acid. Delicious. Yeah. (laughs) Hydrolyzed to Mm -hmm. the point where you basically can make the soy sauce in three days. I'm not a big fan of it. Yeah. I don't think it's technically should even be called soy sauce, but you know, when you're going to buy the super cheap soy sauce, that's usually what you're buying, like the little soy sauce packets, that's hydrolyzed soy. Oh, okay. You know, tip, typically because it's so cheap. Right. Um, yeah. They're handing it out. But, red flag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it'd be really fun to someday to get, to, I mean, my, I have this, I would love to, to make it. And we, I'll take a step back. We, ours is a premium product, but it's not incredibly expensive. Mm-hmm. And we're doing that on purpose because we want people to experience it. Right. We could sell this, for $25 and it could be a whole thing. Mm -hmm. We only a limited number of people could really afford if you know, buy it. But you know, for instance, right now, uh, at jungle, it's only four fifty five. So we, we were running a promotion with you guys. Uh, that was coincidental to this, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and so to the audience's uh, note, depending on when this airs, that may not be live, but But as of today in beginning of October. Okay. Well, (laughs) maybe, and and hopefully we'll do more of it, but the the, the whole point for me, keep your eyes on the product. We'll keep it that way. Please do is that to give people an affordable premium experience, because again, there are brands out there. They're going to sell this stuff for $15 for a couple ounces. Right. 
but are you going to use it? I don't, you know, you're going to covet it. Yeah. I know I'm going to, <laughs> and I'd love for you to cover ours, but really also use it. Well, and right. So, that, yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. I, I'm sitting here thinking now just about the stuff that I've got with me here. I'm like, what am I making this weekend now? Ooh, what you are know? you making? I don't know. Now I've like my whole menu plan changed. I have yeah. no idea, but I almost, it's like a whole different episode. I'd be like, Sam, give me a menu. That That is so yeah. So I'll, I'll give you some thoughts here. Um, our objective in some ways is to make products and have them consumable in a way that isn't traditional. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like soy sauce salt, it is, yeah, sure, it's got soy sauce in it. But, you know, if you're going to make a, say you're going to make a gumbo this weekend. Yeah, that Just little, hit it at the end with some soy sauce salt. I'm telling you, your life extra is going umami, to It's going to blow it up. Uh, blow yeah. it up. Oh, man. Because it's, it. you don't have to reduce it. So, the, okay. you know, soy sauce, there are a lot of purposes to 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 soy sauce, but one of the things is to add some color, add some flavor, yeah. season it. You know, when you make a stir fry, you don't need to add more salt. Right. I mean, some people might. But, some. Right, yeah. um, How American are you? <laughs> there, you know. <laughs> but it has those commitments to season, to color, you know, to add depth of flavor. Well, the soy sauce is going to do that. Or the salt is going to do that without having to do any reduction. So it's great in things that are liquidy. Oh, so yeah. So it's immediate flavor blast. Mm. Chili crisp, you know. Oh, that's just going in every stir fry I ever make for the rest of my life now. Put it on some cantaloupe. I dare you. Oh, I'm (laughs) accepting that challenge. That sounds great. Uh, Delicious. Spicy, sweet. You know, Mm. you wouldn't expect it to be a great, you know. Brilliant. Boom. It's great. I mean, roast the squash. I almost want to do a whole taste test segment for that. That sounds that good. I'm in. Okay. Uh, We we can do it. I'll plan better next time. I'll get the (laughs) can. Like, let me just know if there's any melons you'd like me to fried. (laughs) Well, right. I mean, soy sauce, salt, and watermelon. Dope. Oh man. So there's so our objective I feel like you need to team up with a brewery. Wouldn't that be great? Uh yeah. Like Hello Ryan, breweries. Like Ryan guys brewery. Yeah. Whoever uh, you want. We can make get wild. Well, you know, you mentioned the fermentation. I've got some friends at Urban Artifact too. Oh, so I was yeah, like, yeah, that would be, be a really yeah. fun one. Yeah. Oh, there's a lot I of good options. I don't think my wife would let me though. She's <laughs> She's at Ryan Geisen. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. I'm so sorry. So if I already was like, oh, I'm doing this with another, she would probably. Yeah, exactly. No, would, like, if there's another brewery listening, like we were down to class. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm like, I will potentially cause problems at home <laughs> if it's a cool idea. No, I mean, I think you're I'm right. I'm so it, sorry. Uh, it would be fun to play with, with some of these products and beer. I mean, yeah. you know. Beer is such a fun thing. and well, It's like anything goes, anything right? Anything goes. You know? I think that's what's so been so fun about this kind of culinary explosion that's happened in the yes. last decade is yeah. everybody's like, oh, you mean we don't need to just have like plain unseasoned protein? And, no. You have know? you heard of these uh, fried chicken skin crisps? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, where did I try Clux those? or something like that? Someone, someone in town makes pretty interesting ones, and oh I wasn't really sure what to expect because I was like, you're just selling me skin fried. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and I'm looking at the price tag. Like, uh, yeah, they're not cheap, but, but they are amazing. Every they, time it's worth it. Life changing. Yeah. I mean, I am a big fan of chicken skin. Yeah. Again, with soy sauce all over it. Sure. It's even better. Oh but, man. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean that, that's the kind of, that's where we're at. And like anything goes, Yeah. you know, you know, if it, uh, try it, if it doesn't work, try it, if it doesn't go work. back to the exactly. formula, we, we have a, Another top secret thing that I'm going to share with you. Like we have a, a, a burning desire to make fish sauce in Ohio. Oh, yes, please. Because um, there are some guys locally, actually Jungle works with, called Root House Aquaponics. Oh, yeah. Uh, they have got tilapia in Batavia. And they're, you know, 
trying to grow their business. Well, mm-hmm. that's another full use scenario where all you need is guts and bones and some koji. Yeah. And you can make fish sauce. Oh, and so man. it's like we want to be that that group that doesn't say no, yeah. you know, to makes makes fun stuff. Um, that's partly why we're making tofu. Like I didn't bring you any tofu, so next, but next time I will. Cool. I mean, we make really good tofu because it's the soybeans are, you know, down the street from us. Um, you just made me think there's this uh, basil, like a Thai stir fry I love making, basil for it. But I used tofu last time because I did not remember to bring yeah. um, chicken home. Uh, and it was incredible. And now I'm sitting here going like, oh, well, literally I have the ingredients to make that sing a little bit better. Because it, right now I'm using, yeah, like yeah. Pikamon soy sauce. And I, it's fine, but it's like. Yeah, exactly. It's fine, but it's not going to, it's not going to change. I want it to and, scream. And I think like it's okay to have multiple soy sauces, just like it's okay to have multiple hot sauces and things like that. Like yeah. we, I think we're in a, a suitable option, a really great addition to your pantry where you're like, okay, I don't want to dump half the bottle because of the recipes. I want to, this, you know, so since soy is there for, you know, elevating the eating experience, sharing a unique experience with your friends, like, you know, being gluttonous if you need to be and yeah. just dunking so uh, right sushi or in glutinous it. if you're a wheat <laughs> <laughs> fan that's right uh and, and at the end of the day like you know we're we're all about we're we're all about trying to like make the food and eating experience really fun you know um not trying to set boundaries so like even putting miso in like a tomato sauce Oh, just a little, you know, you don't need a lot right. to do it, but just to add that extra layer of flavor in something, Oh, adding in maybe with ricotta and like a lasagna, like Sam, you're killing such a, me such a, <laughs> such a non-traditional way of using it. Yeah. Because people ask like, well, how would you use miso? Well, I know about miso soup. I'm like, you, you don't even know. The world is marinate a steak in it and grill it. Just do that as yeah. simple as possible. Oh. And it's, and it's delicious. That sounds fun too. Again, it, Something I wouldn't have thought to do. Yeah. I mean, I tend to feel I'm a no boundaries guy, but I'm usually also like, oh, there's so many options. I have no idea where to start. So I love these moments with people like yourself where I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I just added like three more items to the menu. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I, that's, uh, I'm actually a very simple eater. Mm -hmm. Like I like things really done plain, not plainly per se, but like I don't make overcomplicated meals anymore. I used to do these five course things for my parents and right. make my mom cry because the dishes that are, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, like, that is yeah. gone because no one is, I'm doing the dishes now. Right. And uh, there's no, you know, the old, the old thing about chefs not doing dishes that la- that ended as soon as, as I stopped cooking professionally. <laughs> <laughs> So well, I really appreciate you offering to help do the dishes for the studio today, no too, problem. which was so nice what, of you. Yeah, um, spoon, I really <laughs> a spoon and a plate. I got you. Yeah, no exactly. It's very, I'll very it, difficult. I'm like, for you. I probably will actually do that once you leave, <laughs> just so as not to embarrass myself. Oh, that's perfect. Well, anything coming on the horizon you'd like everybody to know about otherwise? Uh, well, we're going to be out and about this this holiday season. So okay. if you follow us on social media, it's Sinsoy underscore foods. Okay. Uh, Sinsoy foods on Facebook. Um we'll be doing most of our products will be out there. So our, our tamari is like constantly sold out, but we're making that we're, that's now about to come back. Cool. Um, we'll also be, uh, adding some additional tofu styles. So right now we only do firm. We'll have mm-hmm. extra firm and soft coming soon. And then, uh, we definitely have new products. Uh, we're so we're going to do a, uh, Turkey made of tofu. Uh, not, and we're not going to call it what it, 
the trademark name. Right. But it's tofu turkey. Which but, I actually uh, think is uh, arguably more pleasing to say I think than so the other is. name. Tofu made with turkey. Yeah. Ta- turkey made with tofu. That's the right way of saying it. Yes. Um, that we're going to be that we're going to be launching in November for pre-orders as well. Oh, so, awesome! You know, and they can do that through the websites. Yeah, they'll do that. The website, follow on social media. We'll we'll be able to. Good do deal. It That'll be a lot too. of fun. Yeah, I think. It well, be. Uh, feel free to hit me up again around your prep launch time if okay. I can do anything to help. Too. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Or if this you want to come back, or this is a fun. If you want to carve one, <laughs> I got that. Would be cool. That would actually be very. We're trying cool. to like put Yuba skin on the outside, huh. so to make it crunchy. So what what is that? Yuba skin is like bean curd skin. Okay, so like just the left when you make heat soy milk it will just make a skin and oh and then make a skin the, so we're, we're trying to have fun with it you keep that you up you can't do all work. there's a vegan restaurant right now going like i'm making my own fried chicken skin <laughs> yeah with the quote, air quotes. it's the way that would i mean i really i'm not i am a meat eater but i love i do i love this meatless world that we're in because they're so much more creative than i am and they are way more creative yeah. it's like it's just like the option on even just on something as simple as like seasoning spices right yeah, where you're yeah. just like oh cool that was fun somebody made tofu stroganoff i was like wait a minute oh, i love beef stroganoff i bet that was killer right well and you know the thing about the to- tofu and why i was so stoked to use it in my stir fried like last week or whatever that was it tends to suck the flavor up right way better than any other protein it's juicy and yeah. like flavorful and yeah, yeah i'm with you and it's like fun you know it is it's a challenge it's, exactly you know like cooking brisket i don't know that's fine, but yeah, right. you know, like <laughs> figure out how to make tofu taste good. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a but yeah, can you smoke a whole tofu shoulder, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh coming in twenty twenty two. I'd like a little branding on that for me too, if you could, Sam. <laughs> well, Sam, seriously though, all getting aside. Thanks for coming in. This Thank is eye opening. I had a great time. And, Thanks. If, and I think for the audience too. So yeah, yeah, definitely come back. I'd love to do more stuff. I'm I'm serious about the salt mine or carving the the tofu turkey. Okay, okay. on jungle then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'll just swipe the card. I don't don't have a card yet, but uh, I'm sure I know somebody. Yeah, thanks again. again. Appreciate this. Oh, my pleasure. All right. Thanks so much for your time, Sam. And to all of you out there, the Chili Crisp on Cantaloupe is legitimately one of the best things you've never tried. I cannot believe how well those flavors work together. I've been using the absolute hell out of this stuff since I did this interview. And that soy sauce salt also rules. And don't... You know, think outside the box, like Sam said. Like, just try it in something different. Just give it a little extra, uh, a little, a little zhuzh in the right direction, you know? And guess what? You can get yours here at the jungle. Well, 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 another show in the books. I don't think that's how books work anymore, actually. I'm probably, it's another show in the spreadsheet. That's, that's a more accurate, modern retelling of that. But I wanted to thank you all, as always, for listening to the show. I love the support. I love hearing from you. I, I've been really enjoying reading your reviews and, you know, like I said, I, 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 I like to, I want to be, I kind of want us all to feel like friends, right? Like someone who, a friend whose personal cell phone number you don't have, but <laughs> still reachable by some method of uh, digital communication. So, you know, if you're, if you're loving what you're hearing, or if you're not, you know, this is, I, I try to be positive, but I've recognized critique's real. And I like to hear that stuff. I want to make a great show. And I think... You all can really help me ensure that this show is excellent. So, you know, I've mentioned it a few times already, but hit me up, podcast at junglegyms.com if you want to send an email. Leave me a voicemail at 513-674-6855, country code one if you're calling from outside of the uh, U.S. I would love to hear about it. Let's let's talk. Let's, Let's try to be friends, shall we? Well, on that, enjoy your week. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you all out there in the aisles. 
podcast is recorded in the WJJI studio inside Jungle Gyms International Market in Fairfield, Ohio. The Jungle Gyms podcast is produced and hosted by Mark Borison.